again? Seriously? Ah, yeah, the most enthusiastic people are the people who have no school. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, now, uh, we're going to do uh, uh, some various things during the service. Okay, but first, um, I have some announcements, okay? First announcement, uh, if you look in your bulletin, okay, tomorrow, uh, the, the church, the main church is having a Thanksgiving service. Okay, there's, so there's, there's no second service tomorrow, just one service. It's from 9 to 11.30 a.m. And it's so long because it's a year-end Thanksgiving service. So um, people will come up and share like what, what, you know, how God has blessed them in the year. And um, we will show our loud gen video and the various ministries will, will show their videos. Also. So it should, be, it should be quite an interesting service. So, so um, if you can, do come down, join us at 9 o'clock. Okay, here. Okay, next announcement is next week. Next week we have a special speaker. It's our very own ingrown Jessica Seat. Okay, and, and uh, uh, I really encourage you to come. Don't miss out, okay, because... Uh, She's leaving for the U.S. very soon. Okay, so next week she's, she's going to share with us. Okay, so, so don't miss out. Okay, last announcement is that um, can the worship team please meet Jessica at the end? Oh, sorry, worship ministry, the entire ministry. So even like PowerPoint people and the crew and, and all that. Okay, uh, meet Jess uh, after the service. Okay. Okay, can I have my slide, please? Slides. Okay, so today, um, this is what we do at the end of every year, okay? Uh, we appreciate our leaders, all right? And, and, and I want to tell you that I am extremely, extremely proud of all my leaders, okay? They are, they are really, a really good bunch. And I think you should be very proud to have them as your leaders. And, uh, and I want to start by especially um, honoring two people. Okay, but but one, one of them is not here, but it's okay. Uh, you know, I think a lot of you don't know this, but the older you get, the harder it becomes to serve in youth ministry. Really, okay? Really, I think, I think many people don't appreciate this. And I, and I really think you, uh, we need to honor the adults in our midst. Okay, you're, you're not really an adult until you're like 25, okay? Um... <laughs> You know, it's, it's not easy being the oldest and being with kids all the time, okay? But have you all seen Auntie Wing play games with her CG? Have you seen the kind of food she provides us with? And you know, you know she's, she's been with um, different CGs, she's She's played many different roles. She, she's served in, in many different ways. And she's always been so faithful. And today, I want everybody to rise. And we're going to really honor her. No, stand up. Stand up, stand up. And we're going to invite her forward. Okay, we're just going to invite her forward. And <laughs> I don't know. Diane found it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Tiara found it. <laughs> Okay, so can we, can we just honor her, okay? 
Okay, okay, you can sit down. Um, the the next person, he's he's not here. Okay, um, but but you know, I mean, I mean, you 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 know him, right? You know Chopang, right? I think some of you call him Uncle Chopang, right? You know, do you know he's a principal? So in my world, right, he could be like my big boss, you know. He, he, he like, like my big boss is my principal, right? And, and, and actually my principal used to work for him, so like, whoa, okay. Okay, but anyway, um, you know, but, you know, so he's a principal, but you know, every week he's here and, and, and he takes a CG and he's ready to help in so many ways. And, like he cooks sausages for people in camp, right? Right, and he cooked, and I think last year he cooked eggs for breakfast, and, and, and I really think that it takes a heart of a servant. Do you know how busy principals are, seriously? You know, I really think it, it takes a heart of a servant to, to, to do this, and, and he's not here today, but, but I just want to honour him as well, and, and, and really appreciate him, okay? He's, he's not going to be with us next year, but we really appreciate him for, for all he's done this year, okay? Yeah, so. Okay, and now, um, now, now I'm going to, uh, and, and, and now I'm going to, Tell you about other leaders. Next, Caleb. Okay, you know Caleb. He Caleb takes his role as a CGL very seriously. Okay, he he. No, I'm serious. Okay, he and and you know he really makes the effort to sow into the lives of of his members. And and I'm sure we all know that he takes the word of God very seriously as well. And and you know he doesn't just memorize it. Like I I know I've seen in his life that that he really tries to apply it and. And I, and I really um, appreciate his, his willingness to serve as, as a leader. And of course, he always tries, us, tries to influence us to be healthy. But, you know, I, I, I always fall short. Okay, so, so let's, let's appreciate Caleb, okay? Okay, now, next. Chris, okay. Hey, please keep the enthusiasm level up to the last leader, okay? We have 27 leaders. Okay, Chris is a leader uh, I, I can always count on, okay? When I give him a task, I know he's going to take care of it and, and like, like the food in camp, right? And, and you know, he's, he's, he's really been a faithful leader and he takes his role very seriously as well. And, and he, takes the, he takes the word of God, he takes God seriously and, and he has such a willingness to serve and he has a, a real hunger to grow and, and I, really appreciate, um, I really appreciate Chris and, you know, he's, he's been with us for... For a while now, I really appreciate his faithfulness. So, where's Chris? Where's Chris? Okay, yeah, let's just appreciate Chris, okay? Next! Dinosaur, please notice her hair. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, you know, I, I don't speak to Diane like, like she's, she's 12 years younger than me, she, although she is. I, I, I very often speak to her like, uh, like an equal. I think she has a maturity beyond her years. And, and <laughs> she's one of the leaders that, that I, I really trust and, and I share many things with. And she's, she's been a great help and support to me. And she's an awesome CGL. Like, she really loves her members and, and, and I think she's a great role model. And, and I'm really glad she's, she's taking over the worship ministry next year. Oh, damn, surprise. Okay. <laughs> Okay, next one. Feli. You know, I think Feli, I think Feli really displays the fruit of the Spirit. You know, she is loving, she's joyful, she's always laughing, right? 
She's gentle, like ultra gentle. She's patient, she's kind, she's good. And of course, she's, she's really faithful in service. And she's always willing to help. And she's always encouraging people. Like, I have so many little notes and stuff that I find in, my, in all my bags, like randomly, like, oh, yeah, fairly. And, you know, I really appreciate her, her heart for people. And she's such a pure heart. So, so let's, let's appreciate fairly, okay? Next, Miss Heidi. <laughs> you know, okay, Heidi's not here today, okay? But, but you know, whenever I ask Heidi to do something, she, she puts in like 150%, okay? And she's like, she's so detailed. She's so responsible. Like, she cleaned up the youth room and, and she even put like Christmas decorations in, in it. And, and like, she's, she's a really sincere and caring CGL. And, and, and to me, she's been, she's been a great friend and she's, she's one of my prayer warriors. And, and, and yeah, so, so we just want to appreciate Heidi, okay, even though she's not here today. And then there's this next guy also, he's not here today also, but uh, this, this next guy, <laughs> you know, you know, Jared, you know, we always like, you know, laugh at him and all that, but, but you know, Jared has a real heart for God. He really has a heart for God. He's so sincere and he's so passionate about seeking God and, and he always wants more. And every time I ask him, hey, why you go for autocall? He say. I just want more. I just want more, God. Yeah. Like in his Jared way, right? And, and of course, he's a super reliable, like, lights and sounds and logistics guy. And so, yeah, I really, really appreciate Jared as well. Okay, next person also not here um, because the, the yaps are holidaying, okay? And, you know, Jesse hasn't always been around this year because he's been uh, doing, like, serious officer stuff and, and all that. But, but, you know, I've really seen how, you know, Jesse was, was in my CG, like, like long time ago and... Yeah, and, and I've, I've really seen how God has transformed him um, from, from a boy to, to not just an officer, but also like a, a man who really seeks God, who really pursues God. And, and, and of course, we all know by now that he's a serious asset to any camp team. Yeah, okay, so, so yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, next. All right. You know, Jess has done so much for the ministry. She's, she's done so much. She's basically like my right-hand man, woman, girl. Okay, and, and she's, really been, she's really been helping me and, and supporting me and praying for me. And, and, and I'm sure all of you have been blessed by her passion in worship and, and her enthusiasm and, and her heart for the things of God. And, and soon she's going to Kansas. But I know she's going to come back and, and, and just, just rock the church and <laughs> rock this place. And, and yeah, and, and you know, I, I, really, I really appreciate Jess, um, um, especially like last year, she, she, she kind of stood in for me when I was away having a baby and having surgery and all that kind of things. And, and yeah, she's, she's really been a great help. Okay? So I just want us to really appreciate Jess today. Okay. Okay, next, May May, my little sis. Um, you know, <laughs> you want me to tell you embarrassing stories? But okay, no. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, she's my sister. In case you haven't realized, um, and you know, it's it's not easy to jump straight into serving uh, in the youth ministry when you come back from overseas. Like, trust me, it's 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 not okay. It takes a lot of effort. Uh, those of you going overseas, you will experience that. But when I see the way that Jody very naturally connected with many of you guys, I, I think it really speaks of her heart of service for God and, and for people. And I'm super proud of my, 
It was super smart and nerdy. I put it in a nerd CG, you know. Okay, okay, but <laughs> super proud of my little sister. Okay, so yeah, Jody. Yeah, we call each other fatty. Yeah, that's that's our expression of love. Okay, okay, okay. Next, Camp Commander. John, John is such a wise and like level-headed leader, right? You know, I. I, I, I really appreciate his, his passion in, in worship and prayer, his dedication, responsibility when he serves. And, and of course, like many of our leaders, he's just like, he's a multi-talented guy. La. He can drive, can fly, can play bass, guitar, drums, everything. He's just, he's, he's just, he's just awesome. La. I'm just glad we have people like that, you know. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's appreciate John, okay? Okay, next one. Sexy mama. <laughs> she's not here la. <laughs> okay, um, you know, she, she's not here, but I, I, think, I think many of you don't know actually, but actually Juliana has really done a lot uh, for the ministry and, and maybe a lot that is uh, behind the scenes, so, so people don't really see it. But like, for example, she's been in charge of all the follow-up Bible study. Okay, we've, we've had uh, quite a few new converts this year and, and, um, and, and she basically helped me plan the, the entire camp. She set up all the admin and budgeting stuff, which I, I hate to do. Uh, yeah, and she, she and I think she's never stopped serving in the youth ministry um, from the time she was a youth. And she is like, better not review her age. Uh, yeah, she, she um, I, I was her CGL when she was in sec one. Ooh. Hmm. Um, yeah, but, but I, I really want to commend her for her faithfulness. Uh, I think some of you know she serves in Campus Crusade as well. And she's really, yeah, she really has a heart for God. Okay, so, so that's Juliana. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, for those, who are, those CGLs who are not here, right, the CG members, please go and like, hug them a bit more, okay, when you see them. Okay, next one, Crystal. Crystal, Crystal is super willing to serve and, and to help. And she, she, you know, she's one of the younger leaders, but she has such an open and teachable spirit. And, and, and she really tries best to care for a CG. And I'm really proud of her as well. Okay, next. Ayo, so cute, the haircut. <laughs> okay, you know, even though this guy loves cats, I, I still appreciate him. Um, because he's, he's always so willing to help and, and he's so willing to learn. And, and, and I think that he's really grown this year in, in spiritual maturity. And uh, yeah, because you know, I'm old, I can say things like that. You know, like, oh, I've really seen that him grow from a young boy to a young man. And, and, um, and, and, and yeah, and I believe that God has, has really grown his heart for people as well. So, links. Okay, next. I give you a face, I put your proper name there, okay? <laughs> this guy, even though uh, most of the times I like to scold him and swan him, and I, I have to uh, admit that he is actually a, a very good friend. Uh, it's very hard for me. You know? <laughs> no, no, but okay, but actually, actually, no, I, I think, I, you know, we always like to make fun of him, but actually, he's, 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 a, he's actually a really good CGL. He has his ways with people. Uh, Somehow he has his ways with, with people like my daughter. And I think that uh, in many ways he's, he's, he's really grown. Yeah. So this is Matthew, also known as <clears throat> the cool haircut. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, we have three Matthews, okay? The, the other two Matthews are not here, but, but yeah, okay, Matthew Hui, Matthew Hui first, okay? You know, I, I want to tell you that I really, really appreciate Matthew Hui because Matthew Hui came forward and volunteered to serve in Lao Gen. Okay, he, he, you know, in a time where I was like, where are all my leaders? He came forward and he said, hey, I think I want to serve in Lao Gen. I almost kissed him. Uh. Yeah, um, yeah and, 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 and you know, in his steady and unassuming way, he's, he's been faithfully serving in CG. He's been doing stuff like P6 induction, you know, camp stuff, camp games, and, and all while maintaining a perfect set of abs. We <laughs> haven't seen it. Oh, I'm missing out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So that, that's Matthew Hui. Um, and and uh, next one, Matthew Ng. This, this guy has a, has a real heart for God and people. And he's, he's a real evangelist, you know. He really makes the effort to reach out to people. Like, like really, really makes the effort and talk to them and care for them. And, and he's just like a role model in the way he takes the word and prayer and worship evangelism seriously. He, he takes, well, he's like, he he's really takes God seriously, you know. Like when he SMSs me, uh, it's like, the SMS is about this long. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not kidding you, okay? And, and I asked her, like, hey, hi, Matthew, how's your week? I feel like God has been teaching me. Wow, it's great, man, okay? And, uh, and yeah, and he, he serves in like so many ways, you know, P6 induction, camp, worship leading, yeah. Okay, so that's Matthew. Next one, Rachel. You know, have you, have you heard a song, God must have spent a little more time on you? Have you, have you heard that song? It's by some boy band, I can't remember who. Anyway, that, by the way, that song is written for Rachel. Okay. And I like, she's like super smart and pretty and capable and responsible. I don't want to say that, okay, because it's so obvious, okay? But, and then plus, plus, she's also nice and kind and, and, and she has an openness to God and, and, and such a teachable heart. And I just... I always tell myself, I'm just glad we have this kind of people in our ministry, you know? Yeah, okay, so let's appreciate Rachel, okay? Okay, next one. Raju. <laughs> yeah, she's young and she's small, but she serves a lot. Okay, she, she's been serving in a CG, she serves in worship, she serves in the usher, and recently she's, uh, she's also helped me do the bulletin recently, okay? And, and I really hope that many young ones will, will be like her and follow her example and, and step up and be like her, okay? And, and to serve God in whatever way they can. Richard, where are you? Yeah! Next, Ryan! You know, one of these days when you're really, really, really bored, you should go to Facebook, right? And you scroll to like the very, very first picture of Ryan on Facebook. <laughs> you will just, it will make your day. <laughs> okay, when you have time, okay? Okay. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan is, uh, you know, Ryan is one of the leaders that I, I really trust. And, and um, you know, he's, he's, I can really trust to, to be mature and, and do the right thing and, and, and do a good job. And, and he has such a good heart. You know, he's really, has such a good heart. He really cares for his CG and, and, and he's really serious about seeking God and, and serving God. And he's so dependable and he's so good-natured. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him like really, really angry. And, and, and I believe that he has blessed many people in, in our ministry, including myself. So, so yeah, I really, really appreciate Ryan.
Shani! Shani! <laughs> okay. Uh, I really appreciate Shani. You know, Shani's half a god. He's, he's, like, he's so earnest and he's so sincere. He's so. I'm trying to use the word cute, but he's. he's you know, in his quiet and steady way, he's been, he's been faithfully just sowing into the lives of his, his CG members. And, and I really, really appreciate Shani. You know, I, I remember when Shani and Matthew first came to. When Shawnee and Matthew first came to the to youth ministry, I think it was the year that I first came back from overseas and started serving youth ministry. And, and there was a camp, uh, the one with Daniel Chua, and I can't remember what it's called, like the, what, Transformers? No, no, Transformers, it was Transformers. And, um, and I saw these two young boys worshipping God, and, and I thought, wow, firstly, I thought, wow, Paul and Kevin sound so big already. And then, and then I thought like, Wow, and, and, and really, I, I just, I thought it was a photo, you know, and I tried to look for that photo, but I realized it's not a photo, it's just my memory. And, uh, yeah, and, and just that, that sight of the two young boys worshipping God was, was just really moved me, and, and I think that, that really, like, inspired me to, 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 to yeah, to start serving uh, in, in, in youth ministry. Yeah, so Shani. Okay, um, the other Sean is, is, is not here, but he's a, he's, he's a really steady and, and serious guy, and, and you know, he's steady in his service, and he serves not just in Lao Gen, but he's, he serves in his school's uh, Christian fellowship as well, and he's really serious about God and his relationship with God, and so we really appreciate Sean as well, okay? And, um, and the next guy is uh, <sighs> Spider Tian, <laughs> okay? He's... Uh, now, Tiani <laughs> obviously has, has a lot of charisma and, and talent, okay? And, and you know, Tiani's great talent is that, is that he's really great with people. You know, if you bring a friend to church and you leave them with Tiani, right? Like, it's, you know, he's the right person. And, but, but, you know, beyond, beyond all that, okay, you know, all the rah-rah and the passion and enthusiasm and friendliness, I, I really appreciate his dedication, He's a very dedicated leader and, and I know that when you give him something to do, he will really take care of it. He'll do a good job and, and, and I see that he's really, he's really grown uh, to be a man, you know. He's really grown to be a man who, who seeks God and, 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 and hungers after him. And, you know, when he was younger, he was really crappy. I mean, not, not, that, not that he's not crappy now, but, 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 but yeah, you know, like beyond that crappiness, like he's, he's a real man after God's heart now, you know? yeah. So, so yeah, okay, Tiani. <laughs> okay, next one. TJ Fu. TJF is, is, is one of my youngest CGL, but she's such a great CGL. You know, she, she goes all out for her members and she really cares for them and she, she really loves them with a shepherd's heart. Eh? She really has a great heart for people and, and, and she's always willing to help and do so much. She, she's in charge of the whole hospital, hospitality ministry, which means she oversees the ushers, the communion, the chairs, the offering, everything, and she helps me do the bulletin every week and she's just a... She's just, wow, she's just great, la, okay? She's just, she's just great. TJ, gorgeous. Come on up, come on up, gorgeous. <laughs> Next, Yong Chen. 
Yongquan is always the first to volunteer when I ask for help. Okay, he's, he's always the first to volunteer and he's so willing to, to serve in, in many ways. And I know for sure that he has blessed and helped many people in our ministry. Um, he's like always, he's always teaching guitar to people. I, like, I don't know how he finds time. And I, and I, I really appreciate his enthusiasm, his dedication in, in, in whatever he does, whether camp games, you know, the, you know, the worship ministries. He's another one that always gives like 150%. Uh. Uh, you know, what camp games? He printed like a, like a dossier for each of us just to, yeah, he's like 155%. <laughs> okay, and always like helping in organizing events and, 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 and he's a great CGL to his members. So yeah, I really appreciate Yongchen. Okay, and last one. Last but not least. Okay, Yutia. When I first saw Yutia I, uh, in church, I thought, wow, this one's so smart. Uh, how to... <laughs> I thought, oh, how to become Christian? Okay. <laughs> I thought, oh, we will never convince her. Okay. By the way, you know, I, I think she's, you know, she's not the like, rah-rah kind, but, but there's a real willingness about her to serve. And, and she's really helped in many ways. She's, she's helped in ushers, keyboards, campcom. She helped me do some like, admin stuff and Christmas. And, and of course, it's CGL. And, and, and I see in her this... This great appetite uh, for, for God and the things of God. And, and do you know she can pray in Chinese? Oh, she's like, she's so... I told her she doesn't even need tongues, there, you know. She yeah, she's like awesome in, in many ways. Okay, Yu Jia. Okay. Hi, so um, it kind of seems to be a tradition where every year I'll just hijack Joanne. Um, but guys... Joanne is amazing. Have you checked out her shoes? <laughs> okay, this going beyond her shoes, right? Like, you know, this year has kind of been a tough year for Jo. Like, she firstly, I don't know how many of you have given birth. Maybe only Auntie Wing. I hope only Auntie Wing. Because if someone has given birth here, I'm kind of worried. We need how you talk. Okay? But Joanne gave birth to Gemma. She is working as a teacher. She is a full-time mother, she can't quit that, she won't quit that, she won't quit her job, she, she yeah, hmm, no, <laughs> and she still serves so willingly in church, like, you know, like, so many times she just opened up her house for us, and if, if you think about it, right, like, when people usually come to your house, like, 30 people, come to your house, then after they leave at, like, 11 o'clock, imagine the amount of stuff she has to keep afterwards, like, <laughs> she just leaves it there, it's fine, but, I think that what, what for me personally, what I see in Joanne is this selflessness. And I think that it's something that I really look up to because I see the way that she cares for all of you. Can I just say that she cares for all of you? And like, you know, if you, if you text her, right? I know like for me, right? Sometimes like, you know, people go through stuff. And I WhatsApp her, right? Like, oh my gosh, this person is pissing me off. She's like, it's okay. I know what you feel like. Like, let's just punch this person together sort of thing. But like... <laughs> You know, you know, you know. <laughs> so I think that, you know, can we all just stand up and just appreciate Joanne, our fearless leader, for doing such a good job. We have no Starbucks card, but we have a lot of heart. Uh. We love you, Joe. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks, guys. Okay, next slide. Okay, so... um. Uh, Jesslyn has done, a, done up a video for us. 
Okay, so uh, please, everybody now, please pray that the sound works. <laughs> okay, if not, we will try alternative methods. Okay, but 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 yeah. Okay, we'll watch the video. So thanks, Jesslyn, for uh, for the video, and and uh, it w we'll show this uh, tomorrow at the at the main service as well, and hopefully the sound works. Okay, yeah, hopefully, yeah, uh, right, Matthew. No, you just look even. Okay, anyway, okay, <laughs> um, okay. I I'm just gonna uh, share something with you now. Okay, it it's not gonna be very long, um, but I want to talk to you about uh, a little bit about this year and and. And, and a lot about next year. Okay, so 2012. Um, I don't know how the year has has been for you. By the way, Joel, are you recording this? Okay, okay. Um, but but it's been it's it's been like a crazy crazy eventful year for me. And uh, and and for our ministry, 
We survived without you, Pastor. <laughs> it's just me and all your wonderful leaders. And, um, and, and yeah, and I just want to tell you that we didn't have like a big musical or carnival, but we had seven salvations this year. You know, and, and yeah, it's great, right? It's pretty awesome. Um, this year, we started going capping. We introduced Word with Friends. It's quite exciting. Uh, some of us, can we have the photos? Some of us went on a um, mission trip for the first time, right? Uh, next year, there'll be another one. Um, some people got baptized. We had a great camp. And, and, and you know, I think that we learned to love each other uh, a bit more. I think we've had, we've had new people join us and we've had new bros in the house. Had some like hamster friends. And, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, um... But, but, but yeah, I think this year we talked a lot about God's love, right? We, we talked about His unconditional love that so high and so wide and so deep and so long and His love that never fails, never gives up, never runs out on you, right? And, 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 and I really hope that you, you really experienced um, that love. And, and if I'm not wrong, last year at around this time, I, I talked to you about uh, Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 17, 19, where Paul prayed, can we have the verse? That, um, yeah, that the Ephesians being rooted and established in love may have the power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. But you know what? It doesn't stop there, right? That's not the end of the verse. There is a point. There is a point to knowing this love, and, and that's in the second part, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. What now? After we have known and we have experienced this, this, this great love, um, what, what now? And, and this year, I, want to, to, I really want you to, to memorize this verse, okay? So this is our word with friends, first verse, okay? Jeremiah 1, 5. Is Jeremiah here today? Yes. Where is he? Come, let's, let's get Jeremiah to read the verse, okay? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Okay, thanks. I, I really like this verse. Um, uh, I, I, I read this verse a lot when, when I was pregnant with Gemma and I was like claiming it for her. Okay, now I'm going to show you a picture. This is a picture of my second baby. Okay. For those of you who don't know, um, I, I'm, I'm going to have another baby. It's not because I had a lot of ham for Christmas, although I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, in, in June, I'm going to have a, a, a second baby. And this, this is a scan from, from the ultrasound. And this is the first time uh, we saw like, our, our baby. Like, it's the first sight of, of, of my baby. And, and when I saw this, I, I just like, broke into a smile. Like, it's so cheesy, right? But... but but because, because before that, I wasn't, like, wasn't really sure whether I was pregnant or whatever. So you go to the doctor, then, then, then you, know, you, 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 you check and you scan it. And, and then you see this, and, and I was like, oh, so happy. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, okay? But I was, I was so happy when I saw this. And, and, and I just, like, just, like love the child at this point, you know? Like, is this all too cheesy for you? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was so happy when, when, when I saw it. And, and at, a point, the, at this point, right? Uh, this was a few weeks ago. The baby was the size of a lime. Okay, so so yeah, the size of a lime. Okay, and and, and we don't even know the, the gender yet because it's, it's still early. But, but 
but somehow like I, I love him or her already, you know, at, at, at this point. And, and can you, you can see, right? Can, can, can we go back? You can see, right, that the head is like labelled for you. The head, the, the rump, the backside, right? That side is the backside. And that's my bladder. So her backside is like kicking my bladder, which is why I need to pee all the time. You can see, right? Yeah, so, so like, you know, it's like, and, and like somehow, the, you know, it's like this, like the second the doctor put the, the, the thing here, right? It's like, just like, bam, this, this photo came out. You know, sometimes you have to kind of move a bit to, to find the position. But, but yeah, it just, it just like, whoa. And then, and, and, and like, it kind of looks like a baby, right? Like, kind of, right? You know, you sort of, you know, use your imagination a bit. Yeah, and, <laughs> right, can see, right? The head, you know, the face. The, okay, okay, never mind. Okay, yeah, and, um, and, and, and you know the beautiful thing about Jeremiah 1.5 is that it tells us that God loved you even before this stage. Before, like currently, I told you, like, even before you were the size of a lime. Imagine, Rachel, lime. Right? Okay? Even before, even before you were the size of a lime, even before you were in your mom's womb, even before your mom knew she was pregnant, he loved you and he knew you even before that. Okay? And, 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 and he said he, and then the verse says he set you apart. And you know God's love is like a billion gazillion times greater than, than whatever I can feel for, for my baby. And that's what he feels for you. And you know, he set you apart. He set you apart. Like he looked at you specifically, individually, and he said, Royston, you're special. I set you apart. Like you, individually, you know? He looked at you and he said, I set you apart. And, and, and I, some, I know some people will be cynical and say, yeah, yeah, we're all special. So actually, we're not special, okay? But, 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 but you know, you know being, being a parent has taught me a lot of uh, stuff about God. Um, so for example, like even though I'm having this, this second, second uh, child, child now, um, Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> okay. You know, even though I'm having a second baby, right? I don't love Gemma any less. Right? You know? I, I don't love her any less. It's not like now my love must split into two and 50% for Right? Right? So, so I, I think that's the same thing. That God loves each and every one of us individually. And, and yeah, that really each of us um, is special. And, 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 and so, yeah, we are all special to God. And, you know, I, I, I work with, with uh, youths a lot, like right, you guys and my, my students, and, and I really believe this, that when a young person grasps this fact, okay, that God knew you, He made you, and He set you apart, when somebody fully grasps this, they struggle a lot less in life. When somebody fully, truly understands this, that God knows you, He knew you, and he set you apart, they struggle a lot less in life. And I've seen it. I've seen it in, many, uh, in the lives of many people. Because these people are so secure in this knowledge that when God looks at you, he says, you're precious to me. You're highly treasured. You're the apple of my eye. He says, hello, gorgeous. You're amazing just the way you are. He says, you are beautiful no matter what they say. You belong to me. 
You don't know you're beautiful. That's for me. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> but, but, but it's true. It's true. And not because like Bruno Mars says it, but the Word of God says it, right? That, that, you know, He knew you from the very start and He set you apart. And, and, and I really hope that you, you get this point. I really hope that you grasp this. And, and I think that was what this year was about. And I hope that you really experience the love of God that He is jealous for you. I think we sung that song like 20 billion times this year, right? But I hope that every time you sing it, you, you grasp it, that you, you really understand that He loves you, how He loves you so. That He's jealous for you. He knew you before you were in the womb and He set you apart. And, and I really hope that, that, that you've experienced that in 2012 and I hope you continue to experience that over the years. Um, and, and, and yeah, when you really know the love of God, when you really know that He set you apart and He knew you from the very start, it, it really, it, it transforms your life. It really makes a difference, okay? Um, but today, I, I also want to talk about the second part of the two verses that I mentioned so far, okay? Uh, Ephesians says that, you know, we know this amazing love of God, uh, uh, this amazing love that God has for us so that we may be filled with all the fullness of God, right? And Jeremiah says... Before you were born, I set you apart. And then it says, I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. So there is a point to being set apart. Right? There is a point to knowing all this, this, this love of God. There is a point to being set apart. So now that we know God's love, now that we know that we've been set apart, it's time for the next step. Okay? It's time to be filled with more of God, to be a prophet to the nations, to live for His glory, to show Him off, you know, to, to fulfill His purposes. And Lao Jen, I really believe that in 2013, it's time for, okay, I, I hate this phrase, but I'm just going to use it anyway, okay? It's time for a paradigm shift in our thinking, okay? It, it, it basically means that we need a, a big change in the way we think, okay? That it's not about us. It's not about what we can get from God. It's not about just, it's not about just receiving and receiving. It's not like, Oh, my life sucks. God, help me. Let me experience your love. I have a problem. God, help me. I need this. God, I want this. God, you know, it's time to start thinking, God, how do we glorify you? How do we please you? How do we make you more happy? How do we serve you? How do we make you look good in our schools, in our families? How do we, more like, how do we be more like you? And yes, God is, God is always there for us, okay? But, but it's time to realize that the whole reason we exist is for Him. It's for His glory. The whole reason that He set us apart is to be a prophet to the nations, to be His ambassador, to live for His purposes and His glory. And today I want to challenge you that as you enter the new year in 2013, to live a life that is truly set apart for His purposes and glory. You know, when you, you, know, you know the phrase set apart? It just literally means set apart. Huh? I mean, it's, it's not... Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're not difficult words, right? They're, they're, they're very simple words, right? Um, apart means separate, separate from other things, right? Different, different from others. And from the start, God has set us apart. He said, I chose you, I choose you, like Pikachu, I choose you, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and, and, and the question we need to think about is, will we remain set apart, different from perhaps what other people say or do different from the world. You know, this, this word, this verse was for Jeremiah, right, specifically. Jeremiah. 
And, and you know, Jeremiah was not a popular guy. The prophet. <laughs> God, God appointed him as a prophet, right? And he went around telling Israel that they've screwed up and they've sinned. And, and, and if you remember the thing about, you know, Jason Trust shared about broken cisterns, right? You remember? Okay. Um, that the Jeremiah was the one who told Israel, hey, God says you have sinned, you have dug your own cisterns, you have forsaken him. So he's the one that's telling people you are all sinners. Okay? And, and I'm not asking you to go around pronouncing judgment on your friends. Okay? But, but, but let's think about our lives. Okay? Let's, let's think about this. Are, are we set apart from the world? Are we truly set apart? And I think in very painfully realistic and practical terms, we perhaps need to start thinking about things like the shows we watch, the music we listen to, the things we post on Facebook or Twitter, the things we retweet or reblog. Is, is Tumblr still cool? Okay. Reblog. <laughs> no, the way we spend our, our time, the way we spend our money, what we think about every day, the kind of things we say, whether verbally or online. Do we laugh at the dirty joke? like everyone else? Do we post like vulgarities or mean comments on our Facebook just because when we're angry because that's how I express myself, you know? Do we, do we watch so much TV or, or we listen to so much, you know, pop music that we are, we're so immune and indifferent to all the sex and the swearing and, and everything that's, that's inside? It's the way that we live our lives so immersed in like worldly culture and like not different at all from, from, from you know, the way others live. Are our utmost desires and aspirations the same as everyone else? That we just want, you know, all we pursue are like good grades and money and popularity and, and whatever it is else that, that, that the world chases. Let's, let's just think about, think about our lives. And, and, and I'm not trying to say, you know, don't watch any movies or like delete your Twitter or... Or, or, or whatever, but I think we need to constantly assess and think about our lives and ask God, is there anything that's not pleasing to you? Um, is, is there anything that's distracting us from pursuing you, from making you our one devotion? Is there anything that's taking attention away from you, that's turning our hearts away from Him? Is there anything that's not holy and not pleasing to Him? Anything that it does not fit the description of being set apart for God? And, and I want to say that I don't speak to you I don't stand here speaking to you like a saint who has attained holiness and saying, all you sinners, better repent and be holy now. You know, Paul, Paul said in 1 Timothy that Jesus Christ came to the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. And it's the same for me, okay? I, I, struggle, with, I, I struggle with worldliness all the time. Um, and, and, and I constantly need to ask myself, am I set apart? Like, I, I love shopping, okay? I, I have a ridiculous amount of makeup. You can ask Rachel. Um, I, I am no need to not so much okay. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you how many pairs of shoes I own um, sometimes my mother calls me Imelda Marcos do you know who's Imelda Marcos? yeah she's the woman who said I didn't own 3,000 shoes I only owned 1,060 yeah I, 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 I mean I, I love watching TV shows I used to watch this crappy show called Desperate Housewives that, don't ask me why and I, I love watching movies. I like Taylor Swift, you know. Right? So I, I'm not, I'm not some like saint or, you know, I'm, I, I'm not speaking to you like from, from some higher, higher plane. I'm just saying that, you know, as, come on, like as a whole, let's, let's think about our lives. Let's, let's think about how we live, 
how we live our lives. And let's think, am I set apart? Now, please don't get me wrong, okay? It's not about being religious, okay? I'm not saying that if you, if you don't watch movies or if you only tweet Bible verses all the time, then, oh, you are a good Christian, okay? It's not, what, it's not like the superficial things that you do that makes you a good Christian, okay? But I'm saying that if you're truly walking with God and you're truly um, pursuing Him, you're, tr- you're aware that you're set apart, that there will be something different about your life from other people. It will show. It w- it's the fruit, right? So I'm not saying that doing this makes you good, but if you are close to God, there will be a different difference in your life, okay? There, there will be something different um, in your life. You know, like Matthew 12 says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the overflow of the heart comes your tweets, your blog posts. I'm not, I'm not kidding, right? Out of the, what, when people read your Twitter, what do they think about you? Do they know you're a Christian? Do they think that you are, you know, can, can we even tell that, that you love God, that you love Jesus? Okay, and I'm not saying that now we all go back and tweet like, I love Jesus or something. You know, you, know you, you, get, you get my point, right? It's not what you do that makes you um, uh, close to God or whatever. But when you're close to God, it generally doesn't fit if you see a lot of vulgarities on your Twitter or your Facebook or whatever, right? Okay, so, 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 so let's, let's, let's think about this, okay? That um, if we're truly set apart for God's glory, then surely there must be something different about us in the world. And, and I want to share with you how God has, has be, been dealing with or has dealt with, with my worldliness. I, I think he knows that I'm very weak, okay? So, so he's helped me. So how he's helped me is that he's made me so busy that I don't have time to pursue the world, okay? Not, not because I am, I, I just told the leaders just now, it's not, not because I say like, okay, God, I will stop watching this show because it has very bad values. Yeah, but I'm, I, just, I just have no more time, that's, that's all. I just ran out of time, okay? Because, you know, with, with the baby, you know, another baby, and his work and his ministry, like, I actually don't have a lot of time for, for much else, okay? And, um, like, I think the last time I stepped into a cinema was more than two years ago. I know I'm a loser, okay? So, <laughs> I really, I cannot, I, I, it's, it's not because I'm like, I'm going to do a movie fast or something. No, it's just because I, I just don't have time. That's, that's it. Actually, I wanted to watch a movie or so. Um, yeah, and, and uh, I love shopping, but I, I rarely get the chance to go now. So, so therefore, just like by default, I shop a lot less, make my husband happy. Because, because, I'm, I'm, because I'm busy doing the stuff that God has asked me to do, I just, no choice, I have no time for, for, for other things. And, and, and so maybe for some of us, that's, that's the strategy, you know? Just keep adding more of God into your life so that there's less time for for other things. It's, it's a simple equation, right? We all have a finite 24 hours a day, right? The more of God you put in, the less of the world you can fit in, correct? Okay, so if you, if you it's, it's kind of like what Jason Chua said, you know, expand, enlarge your capacity for God, right? Put more of God in, then, then less of the world can fit in. Okay, the more time we spend reading our Bible, very naturally, the less time we will have to read mindless stuff online, right? The, the more time you spend praying, less time you have to watch TV, Right? On Saturdays, come down to church at 2.30. Less time to whatever, Facebook, whatever, I don't know. What, 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 what do people do at 2.30? No TV shows, right? Oh, sleep. Yeah. Is sleep bad or good? Hmm. That's another sermon. Okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and, and you know, just to think about it, right? I realize that, that if I'm listening to Christian music, now, listening to Christian music doesn't make you a good Christian, right? Okay? But, but if I'm listening to Christian music, the chances that my thoughts are directed to God are a lot higher 
than if I'm listening to call me, maybe. Right? Right? It's, it's a simple thing. Right? The more of God you have, the less of the world can fit in. Right? So if you find it hard to get rid of the world, just try the other way. Put more of God in. Right? It's a, it's, 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 we all have a finite 24 hours a day. Let's, let's be set apart. Let's be set apart for God. You know, He appointed you for His purposes. He set you apart for His glory. He appointed you for His purposes. And, and I want to share with you, I, I'm, I'm not going to um, speak for a lot more, but I'm just, I just want to share with you two passages from the Bible before I end. And they're both about consecration. Okay? So this word consecration, to consecrate is to devote or to dedicate something um, for a particular purpose. To make it sacred, to set it apart. Okay, in the first passage that, that I want to show you, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 29. Okay? Okay, 2 Chronicles chapter 29. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Okay, but it's basically about a king called Hezekiah. Okay, he was a good king, not like his father, and he wanted to repair the temple of God. So he called all the priests and all the Levites, these are the people who serve in the temple, and, and he said in verse 5, okay, 2 Chronicles 29, verse 5, he said, Listen to me, Levites, consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your fathers. Remove all defilement, from a sanctuary. So this is what they do because they, they want to honor God, right? They, they want to repair the temple. They, they want to build the temple. Uh, they, they want to, yeah, re- repair the temple. So he was basically saying to the Levites, to the priests, make yourselves clean and pure. And then we're going to make the house of God pure and sacred for him because this is God's dwelling place. Okay? So he wanted to honor God. And then verse 11 says, my sons, do not be negligent now. For the Lord has chosen you. He has chosen you, set you apart to stand before Him and serve, and serve Him, to minister before Him and to burn incense. Hui Ling is the one who introduced me to this verse in an encouragement card during camp. And I thought it was, it was a great reminder. Don't be negligent. Don't lose God. Don't get sucked in by the world. Because God has chosen you and He set you apart. He's appointed you to stand before Him and serve Him. He set you apart for His purposes and His glory. He's appointed you to stand before Him and serve Him. This is what I want to do when we come to the temple. And the next passage I want to show you is in the book of Joshua. Okay, I've, been, I've been reading the book of Joshua and, and it's full of victory stories. Almost the whole of Joshua is just about how they win, okay? It's just victory stories, battles won, it's, it's about miracles, it's about the huge wall of Jericho that came tumbling down just because like they marched around it and blew trumpets and shouted, okay? And, and then um, in one of the stories, the sun stood still so that they can continue fighting. It's a miracle, right? Sun stood still and, and, and I, think, I think the Bible said it never stood still ever again. And just, just really lots and lots of victorious battles, okay? Lots and lots of victories like Joshua, fighting and, and winning. But what struck me when I was reading the stories was a little verse in chapter 3. Okay, so Joshua chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. He, Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And I believe that that was the key to all the miracles and the victories. Joshua said this to the people before they crossed the River Jordan. 
Okay, and when they crossed, it was pretty much like the parting of the Red Sea again. Okay, God stopped the waters and then they, they just walked across on, on dry land. So it was a miracle. And before this amazing thing, He said, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And Lao Jen, I believe that's what we need to do. If you want to move to the next level of relationship with God, if you want to see Him do amazing things in your life, with your life, we've got to consecrate ourselves first. You know, God has chosen you. He set you apart. And so let's truly be set apart, be consecrated, be holy, so that we can serve Him in this temple, so that we can be a prophet to the nations, we can be His ambassador, we can be used for His purposes and glory. And, and I really believe that as a ministry, that if we consecrate ourselves and we keep ourselves set apart, that God is going to do amazing things in our ministry. And you know, today it's, it's, it's a really short message. I, I don't have like three points or anything very structured, but I just wanted to share what, what God has put in my heart for 2013 for our ministry. I really think that it's time we start getting serious in our walk with God, that we start pursuing holiness, that we start being consecrated, we set apart, we make Him our one devotion, we make Him the, the thing that we pursue, you know, not the world, we forsake everything else and just pursue Him. And, and I'm just going to ask the worship team to come up. And, and as they come up, I want you to, to, you know, it's the end of the year. I want you to just take some time to reflect on, on 2012. Okay, are, you, are we truly set apart for God? Have we truly been set apart for God? And, and think, about, think about next year, the next year ahead. Think about 2013. What are you going to do to consecrate yourself? Are there changes we need to make in our lives? Defilement that we need to remove? And ask the Lord, set me apart, God, set me apart. I just want to read to you again the verse in Jeremiah. And, and I really hope that you, that you remember this verse um, in the year ahead. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I really hope that you, you hold this verse in your heart that before, before He formed you, He knew you. Before you were born, He already set you apart. He, he loves you so much. You're so precious. He set you apart. And because He set you apart, He's appointed you as a prophet to the nations. He's appointed you for His purposes and for His glory. And Second Chronicles says, My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before Him and serve Him, to minister before Him and to burn incense. You have to be consecrated if you want to do that. Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, the Lord will do amazing things among you. I'm just going to give you a time to respond and, and I want this to be a time of dedication. You know, to consecrate yourself is to devote and dedicate yourself for a purpose. And if today that's you, you're saying, God, in 2013, I want to be set apart for you. I want to consecrate and dedicate myself for your purposes your glory 
We're going to stand together and we're going to say, yes, God, we dedicate ourselves to you. We devote ourselves to you. We say, God, I choose you. I dedicate myself to you. I'm going to be set apart for you. I'm just going to give you some time to, to think. And, and if that's you today, you say, God, I want to dedicate the year ahead. I want to be set apart for you. I want to start getting serious with you. I want to start cleaning up my life, making it holy, making it pleasing to you. I want to make you more happy, God. I want to be consecrated for you. If that's you, we're just going to come up and we're going to stand together. And we're going to tell God, yeah, God, we dedicate ourselves to you.
worshiping and 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 you know those of you in the front I just want to ask you to 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 just transact with God now and, and just say God I just want to dedicate myself to you I dedicate the year into your hands I devote it for your glory for your purposes I want to be made clean I want to be consecrated I want to be set apart for you and and as we worship I just want you to 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 just transact with God and 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 you know make your own pledge to him and and make your own commitment to him and and you know you know we're we're all we're all imperfect there'll there'll be times that we fail along the way but it's okay because God looks at your heart and at this moment God looks at your heart and if you are truly sincere in saying God set me apart he's going to come and he's going to consecrate your life he's going to clean up your life he's going to make your life set apart for him so we're going to just spend some time in worship and i just want to encourage you to use this time to to just dedicate yourself to God dedicate your year to God
riches, God, and that's what we believe in, God. That in you we have all things and that we need nothing from this world, God. Father, let your love We're going to sing this for the 200 millionth and one time and, and and you know I want to really encourage you that don't just sing the song but that you you really grasp this you know that he loves you he set you apart he loves you you know it's it's such a simple fact that God loves you but if you can really understand it and you really appreciate it it's going to change your life forever it's it's going to change the way you look at things, the way you face things. It's, it's going to change your life completely. And so as you sing the song, how He loves you, just know it, know it deep in your heart, how He loves you. He loves you, He set you apart. And that, that is the motivation for being consecrated, for being holy. He's jealous for you. So jealous for you.
suddenly I just felt like reading like, Okay, if you know me right, I hate books I hate reading Like, the worst thing to get me right Is probably a book voucher Okay, but I don't know Why you laugh? Anyway, like So two days ago I started reading Like, um, the only good book that I actually have Is like, Tuesdays with Maury And like, honestly right To be really honest I love that book Because I think somehow right The author must have somehow like Slipped Christianity in or something But like You know it kind of like Talks about Godly um, Principles In that sense But it's masked under a lot of like Words (sighs) Anyway Then um, Because I've been hearing so much about Perks of being a wallflower I decided to go and check it out and I hate borrowing books from libraries because like everyone has touched it before and technically are touching their germs. You don't know whether they like put their snot on it or something. It's, it's just so unhygienic and gross. Like, ugh. so okay, I went to buy perks of being a wallflower. I finished reading it at four thirty a.m. this morning. And you know, there's this famous quote that's on Tumblr. And I mean, I'm not talking about the the infinite one seriously. That the one just. But like um, You know it says Charlie we accept the love That we think we deserve And like I'm like I was thinking about it right And I think that That's might have What we brought Into our relationship With God You know we We just accept the love That we think That we think That we deserve You know we like God I did this today I think I deserve this And like so Like like In a sense We applied that logic Into our own Christian life But let me tell you right God didn't die for the Pharisees, okay? You think Jesus died for the Pharisees? He rebuked the Pharisees. God died for sinners like you and me. God died for messed up people. God died for me. God died for you. And like, I'm not saying we're messed up, but okay, I don't know. Like, maybe all of you have like perfect little lives and like drink cups of tea and eat scones and like whatever. But like, I tell you, like, I seriously, sometimes when I look back on my life, I'm like, God, I'm such a messed up person. How on earth do you love me? Then, after that, uh, something funny came into my mind. It's like, that's why I didn't just create earth, why I created heaven also. Ha ha, ha, whatever, bam. And then I was like, but that's true, uh, God. I can't use earth to measure, like, your love. I can't use heaven to measure your love. And it goes beyond what you have created. It goes beyond me. And so, right, you know, Like My point was that right Like You know a lot of you Might come Always some I don't know Like so many times In a week We can fail God So many times In a Don't even need a week In one hour I can think of like 10 things that I can do That will absolutely Like make God pissed off And like I'm not saying that like We should go And live lives Of like That pisses God Pisses God off No You know but I think that like God knows that in all human nature we fail all the time and we always think that God we're so undeserving your love and that's why we choose to stay away but you know that's the thing right like God doesn't say run away God says run to me you know God says let me embrace you let me in my perfect love change your heart change your heart such that you would know what living for me means so that you would know and understand a love that goes beyond our failure and our imperfections. And I don't know how many of you need to hear this today, but like, I just want to tell you, right, God loves you so much. I say it so many times in a year, but I can't stop saying it because it's the truth. The truth hurts. Do you mean? Whatever. <laughs> like, 
God loves you so, so, so much. And like, I can see, like, I, okay, you, you look at Joanne, right? I'm sure she was very excited when Gemma got her first tooth. Or like when Gemma started to walk out. Maybe not her first tooth, like, she was like crying and like, okay, whatever, anyway. Like, but you see, Joanne was excited when Gemma started to walk and when Gemma started to say mama. Maybe not so much because she said papa first. But like, Gemma, like, Joanne was excited and I want to tell you in the same way, right? God is excited about the things that you learn about him. You know, I can just imagine it. Like, when he says, like, like today there's this revelation. Like, people can tell you God loves you, but it won't sink in until you yourself realize it. And you yourself have that revelation of how much God loves you. And so we can go about every day talking, telling you how, how much God loves you. But until that day where it is unlocked in your heart, right? You never realize how much God loves you. And the thing is that, right? when it comes to that point of full realisation of how much God loves you, can you imagine God is up there and He's like, yeah! And He's so excited for you because you realise how much He loves you and you are just, you just realise how much He has, His heart is for you, He desires you, He, He, like, loves you so much, you know? And this is not in line with consecration, but I really believe that, like, you know when we have this realization of how much God loves us in our hearts and we let God's love like fill our hearts, we we naturally want to love the things that He loves and we naturally want to hate the things that He hates. You know? Yeah. And so Okay, I I we're gonna end soon, okay? Um but I really want this to be a time where we think about the year ahead and, and we dedicate it. So, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in, in resolutions, uh, not the, that kind of like I want to go to the gym kind of thing because it never works out um, <laughs> for me. Okay, but, um, but, but, but you know, I, I really believe that if we start the year right, that if we, if we decide um, that, that God this year, it's, it's really for you and, and, and it, it is in line with consecration because when you understand how much God loves you, you will want to be consecrated for Him. You will want to be set apart for Him. You will want to want the things that He wants. You will want to please Him. You will want to, to, to you know, do, do whatever makes Him happy. You, you will want that. And, and, and so it's, it's, really, it's really all linked up, you know, that the knowledge that God loves you leads to you living a life that is set apart for Him. And, and, and I just want to, can we sing the, the clean, give us clean hands one last time? And, and um, I, I, I want us to do this, um, not, not to be dramatic or whatever, but I, you know, can we all kneel down together and, and we're just going to dedicate ourselves to God. And we're going to say, God, the year is for you. And, and, and yeah, you know, we, we're probably going to fail along the way. We're going to screw up sometime. But, but the year is for you. And we want to live this year for you. We want to live a life that is, that is set apart for you. We want to be a generation that has clean hands and a generation that really seeks your face and, and, and a generation that really pursues you. So can we... I'm sorry if you're wearing a skirt, but can we... Can we just kneel down together and 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 um you know the posture of kneeling is is a humbling position and 
yeah, I'm, I'm just going to read to you. I'm going to read to you from Second Chronicles. This is after um, after Solomon rebuilt the temple, and he he um, he dedicated the temple to God. And this is what God says: If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be here. As for you, if you walk before me, as David your father did, and do all I command, and observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne as I covenanted with David your father, when I said you shall never fail to have a man to rule over Israel. And I believe that's God's promise, that if we consecrate ourselves, and His ears are going to be open and attentive to our prayers, His name is going to be here forever. His heart, His eyes will always be there. So let's just spend the last few moments Thank God, give us clean hands. Let us be a generation that really seeks you. And 2013 is for you, God. Just make this our prayer. Spirit, come make us humble. Turn our eyes away.
just the voices. God, really, you give us clean hands and a pure heart. And Father, we come before you and we ask that God, you you make us pure, Lord. That God, you help us lead lives that are pleasing to you. And Father, we will seek your face. God, you turn our eyes away from worthless things and fix our eyes on you instead. So God, we just want to commit the year ahead into your hands God we are so imperfect and so inadequate but we thank you for your love we thank you for your grace and God we just want to be a generation that seeks your face so Father help us Lord give us give us that pure heart oh Lord that seeks you and you alone that seeks you above all other things just seeks you, Lord. So, Father, we give you all praise. We give you all glory. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the forgiveness that is in you. We thank you for the hope that is in you. We thank you for the trust that we can put in you. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for all the blessings that you have given to us, Lord. And, Father, we look forward to an exciting year with you, Lord. We look forward to more of you. We look forward to to learning more about you, to experiencing more of you, to being transformed by you, to change to be more and more like you, Lord. So, Father, we commit ourselves into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. So, an early Happy New Year. And maybe we can end with... What song? Can we end with Adonai? And, and, and we're just going to praise him and then we can go since nobody's chasing us. All right. Ready? Yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's really lift our voices. Let's, let's really praise him. Just lift your hands.
Ministry, please meet Jess. Thanks.